Welcome to Aquifer's Educator Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Robbins. Today I'm speaking with Leslie Fall about Calibrate, Aquifer's new formative assessment tool for learning. Dr. Fall is the founder and chief executive officer of Aquifer and a clinical professor in the Division of Medical Education at Case Western Reserve University School of Medicine. Leslie, I recently spoke with your colleague, Sherilyn Smith, about the critical role that formative assessment plays in learning. And we discussed how learners and their designated clinical coaches can use information from Calibrate formative assessments to get the most out of their coaching sessions. I'm hoping today we can talk about the overall vision for Calibrate, what gaps it fills in today's assessment landscape, and how it supports self-directed learning. I'm gonna jump right into my questions. I hope that's okay with you. In the health professions, assessments are often thought of as high stakes measures of learning, a means of differentiating among students based on how well they know the material being tested. But your website describes Calibrate as an assessment system for learning. So what is your perspective on assessment and its relation to learning. You know, particularly for those of us in health professions education, I think one of the challenges is that that term assessment is frightening to our learners and probably even a little bit frightening to our faculty. We put such a um, an important metric or measure or an importance around assessment that the minute you say you're going to be assessed or we're going to assess you or you need to go assess somebody, Everybody all of a sudden feels like there's a like there's a, a test and either you get it or you don't or you will or you won't. And I think unfortunately it, it really has taken away from the original intent of assessment, which is much more a metric of a milestone where you are today in a longer journey or in a longer path as to where you wanna go. And I think a lot of my thoughts about assessment actually came to be when I was watching my kids play sports. And when I thought back, you know, to my years in sports and in in fine arts, assessment was critical Mm -hmm. to your learning. If you weren't getting assessed, you weren't learning, you weren't growing in the sports world and the fine arts world and other worlds like that. The term assessment really doesn't bring with it the same anxiety that it really does in our health professions and maybe even in higher learning in general. And so that's a lot of what we're trying to bring in calibrate is that sense of calibrating your performance, calibrating you to where you want to go next, understanding not only where you need to grow and where you may have some areas of deficiency or weakness, but just as importantly, where your strengths are when you see calibrate and how you see how we've structured it. A lot of it has to do equally with how much you do know and where you do know it as where are the areas that you really need to focus your attention and to grow more. In your estimation, there was a gap that needed to be filled mm-hmm. and Calibrate fills that gap. Could you describe that gap? Sure. Aquifer you know, has had a summative assessment mm-hmm. for most of our courses for a long time. And as we started to see the, the end of clerkship exams, the shelf exams, other tests like that, really begin to align themselves more closely with the national core curricula. Then we started seeing some of our programs using 
our assessments more formatively mm-hmm. as sort of a pretest to the end of clerkship exam or end of course exam. Then we start seeing some of them say, hey, could we use it as sort of a needs assessment at the beginning and see where our learners are starting? And the whole idea of this early and late assessment is it enables them then to see where they've started, where they need to drive their learning, and then where they need where they might be at the end and give them one more step before they you know they really are studying for the end of course assessment and then for us the last piece which i'm really excited about is the ability to have us bring to our programs something for the clinical supervisors to help a learner look at where their strengths and areas of improvement are and help them plan their learning during the course or clerkship I just don't think we're giving learners enough information to help them actually make the most of that really, really valuable time with clinical supervisors and any tool we can give them to make the most of that time, particularly with patients, the more that Aquifer really reaches its mission. I love that conversations between you and your subscribing programs surfaced the potential for developing a formative assessment system that could benefit students and programs. It sounds to me like Calibrate fills existing information gaps. It gives students information at the start of a clerkship so they can plan their learning independently and also with their supervisors. And it gives programs information that can help them help learners achieve national learning goals. Tell me more about Calibrate's early and late assessments. So they have the early assessment, which really is intended to help them plan and drive their learning. The late assessment then gives them another touch point prior to what is probably generally happening at most schools, the end of course or end of clerkship summative assessment as well. And so we really encourage programs to give the late assessment with enough time for a learner to finish sort of fine tuning, calibrating, you know, what they may still need to know in um, the time they get the late assessment. Um, and their and their end of course exam. And of course, all of these assessments are still built off the national learning objectives. And so while they're not directly aligned to one another, they're directly pointing in the same, you know, in the same direction. And so the intention then is for a learner to see how far they've come, how their learning plan that they implemented is really working, and maybe where their areas they really need to focus in that last week or so before they take the summative assessment. Would you give me a broad strokes picture of Calibrate? What do the test questions look like and what does a Calibrate report look like? The questions themselves are very similar to a standard multiple choice, single best answer assessment. But what we add there is the learner then must also rate their level of certainty in their answer. It's calibrating (laughs) how close you are to really knowing what you know. That's why we like to call it Calibrate. Um, Each of those questions is linked to a learning objective in an aquifer case and and in a teaching point in a given case as well. And so that when the learner receives their report on that, the information about whether they got the question right or wrong, you know, their efficiency in going through the questions as well as their certainty against those things helps us really create for them then which which of those questions do they really nail? That's really their mastery level all the way to those in which they thought they knew the information pretty well and they in fact didn't. And so it's a way for us to, um, to stratify for them for each question, whether they're at the mastery level, they're competent, they're unsure, 
they're novice, like they, they really know they don't know this information, or warning, or they thought they knew it and they don't. And so the report the learners receive out of the system really gives them a lot of information about where that information came from, the teaching point, the case, whether they've done the case or not previously. So they can begin to create their study plan, but they can also look at what, what um, what medical discipline is coming from. So obviously if it's a pediatrics, they know it's, you know, it's a pediatric question, but also what body system. So maybe some learners are better in their cardiovascular mm -hmm. system, but they're a little uncomfortable in respiratory, for example. So they can sort of begin to see patterns of the types of patients they may need, may need to see, or is it all health maintenance that they're really good at, but they mm -hmm. need to learn more about, about, um, about acute illness, for example. But really one of the most important things that we do is we then roll those up into a benchmarked learning progress indicator. So are you good where you are right now? You know, you get a green flag for that. And that may be still at the beginning of a clerkship, a learner who doesn't know a lot, but they're still perfectly fine for a learner at the beginning of a rotation. A yellow flag, which is, you know, you're doing okay, but there's some areas you probably need to be paying attention to. And on occasion, a red flag, which says in general, you really either know less information or you're a little too overconfident than a learner should be in your discipline at this point. And then it really helps them begin to understand kind of where am I standing right now as it relates to the rest of learners you know, in the aquifer universe, in the clerkship as well. And then we test that against, against the late. The other important thing, though, that is going to be new and different for our educators is the learners get all that information on an item by item basis. So they really can dig into the report and really think it through and identify what they need to work on. The programs only understand whether the learner is, is a red flag, a yellow flag, or a, or a green flag. So it does give our educators a sense as to which learners they may need to focus on a bit more, but also those that are fine and doing just fine. But our educators don't get the detailed level that the learners do. And we think that's another unique aspect of the Calibrate system is that the learning and the assessment um, and the plan is all in the hands of the learner. The data is in the hands of the learner. It's for the learner to make some good sense of that with the with the coaching and the additional information that we give them for them to then take that to their coaches um, and to their preceptors and so that's another way in which we empower them is they're actually the ones that have the most amount of information it's exciting to think about assessment in the health professions as something students might find empowering rather than deflating we're trying to create master adaptive learners lifelong learners and unless we really demonstrate to our learners that we believe that they actually have the power to drive their own learning, they're not really going to believe us until we do that for them. And so we really saw an opportunity for Aquifer to lead the way in doing that, but also to really offer a lot of coaching training for our programs as well, because as we know, not everybody's necessarily comfortable being a learning coach either. And so in order for the system to work, we really do need um, to balance on both ends. And this is where for us, both the, the formative assessment and the coaching really come together to, to do what we really believe is, is a transformation in health professions education. I was struck by the meaningfulness of the assessment, that you're not discriminating, you're not asking them to know trivia, you're asking them to know core content. Right, right. Well, and I think that you bring up a really um, interesting and important point for us. I think we as educators really have to own the fact that most of the assessments that we have put out there have been to drive a grade 
or to drive a score on a national exam. And we've trained our learners to think that that's all assessment is about, really. Mm -hmm. It's I have to do, quote unquote, well on this assessment in order to get a good grade, or I have to do well on this assessment, or I need to show myself as I'm practicing that I'm doing well on this assessment to do well on my board exams, for example. But what we've taken out of that equation is the fact that learning information, core content, and how to make good clinical decisions based on your knowledge of that core content and your internal calibration as to how well you know it is fundamentally the most important thing that a clinician working with patients does on top of the you know, interpersonal relationships that you have with your, with your patients and so forth. And so we really have not in health professions education up until now, I believe, had an assessment that is about a learner's ability to apply information cognitively to assess whether or not they are cognitively competent or reaching cognitive competence to care for patients. So we have had some pushback as to, well, how does this help me do better on an exam? How does this help me? And what we continually try and remind people is that's, that's not the, the real point of the Calibrate assessment. We certainly believe that doing well and focusing on a Calibrate assessment and learning in the course of the clerkship will also help on these other types of assessments. But really for us, the point of the Calibrate assessment system is to help learners be better clinicians. One of the things that will make me the happiest when we roll Calibrate out is it helps us empower learners how to be really good learners and helps them understand what do I know, what do I not know, and then how do I go figure it out? And here, it may be more about information. You know, maybe I don't uh -huh. understand or I don't know this information. And so I certainly can't care for a patient if I don't know the information. So I better go learn the information. But in other respects for us, it's no, I actually know the information. I just need to go practice applying this information by seeing patients. And so I think people will also be really surprised when they see our learning plan. And when we see how we really want people to coach learners around the formative assessment, a lot of times it's helping them plan their patient care experience. What we are doing with the assessment is ensuring that once a learner receives their report and uh -huh. all its information, we provide some coaching from the system itself. So it provides them already with some what to do next, some clear next steps after the assessment. To me, that's where coaching and assessment come together. Going back to my sports analogy, it's rare that you see a coach, you know, assessing a player out on the field calling them off to the sideline, giving them their assessment or their feedback, and then not telling them what to do next. Huh. They would think that's just, that's just being a bad coach. It's like, no, here's what you need to practice. Here are the drills you need to do. I want you to go home tonight and work, you know, strengthen your right arm better this way. Uh -huh. that's, that's really what that's all about. And so I think if we don't have assessments that are unique to the learner and where they are right now and gives them clear direction about where to go next, we haven't really done our job. 
You know, that to me is really what coaching is all about, is assessment and clear direction and some suggestions for practice. And if you can keep going in that cycle, it works well. And the challenge with, I think, a preceptor coaching a learner is if you don't give them essentially the, the support in knowing where the learner is coming from and some help and what kind of clear directions you can be giving them, that's where I think in many respects our education system and health professions falls down is we're not doing all of those steps together. And that's really what we hope this transformative assessment system that we've built really yeah. does. This is all really exciting. I love this idea of bringing formative assessment into this whole picture of learning. And I bet a lot of people are going to be excited about this. Well, thank you so much, Lynn. We're really, really excited about this and it's been a fantastic team effort. And now we're looking forward to expanding our team to being everyone who's taking the assessment and providing us with some great feedback as well. Thanks for joining us this week for Aquifer's Educator Connection Podcast. Aquifer Calibrate is currently undergoing beta testing with a full pilot program starting this fall. Aquifer plans a full release of Calibrate across all our subscribers in the summer of 2023. You can visit aquifer.org for the latest updates. There you can also find show notes from today's episode with additional links and resources. And you can subscribe to the show anywhere you find your podcasts and follow us on Twitter to keep up with the latest news. If you found value in the podcast, tell a colleague and leave us a review. Until next time, be well. The Aquifer Educator Connection Podcast is a product of Aquifer, your trusted source for clinical learning. It is produced and hosted by Lynn Robbins. The show's executive producer is Eileen Olszewski. Audio editing and mixing by Matt Perkins. Show artwork by Carrie Waters. Our theme music, Little Idea, is written and performed by Scott Holmes. For more information, please visit our website, www.aquifer.org.